0: Welcome to the Tingle Podcast, written by Angela Lavender and performed by Delphine Litke. We all know what it feels like to meet someone new, someone you have that instant connection with, a spark, the early stages after a first meeting that may turn into something much bigger, something like a relationship, that feeling, the sensation of excitement and nerves when you see that special someone. The body sensation of the rush of emotions in those first moments. The feelings of joy and ecstasy just being near them. That feeling of the tingle. Oh, the excitement of meeting someone new who just might be the one. The one. One? How many people believe that there is one person out there for you? anyone like me believe that there are several or maybe more potential life partners? When you're 25, all you really care about is having fun and getting laid. I love to have fun. (laughs) At that age, there is inevitably a guy who's possibly a musician or is a fledgling artist. He probably wears a leather jacket, and seeing him in it sets your heart aflutter and gives you the most intense tingle you have ever experienced. He is moody, but you brush it off as his creativity breaking through. He probably doesn't have a lot of money, and when the two of you go out, you probably foot the bill. But you willfully ignore it because some fucking hot dude likes you. He's probably more sexually experienced than you and gave you your first orgasm and just a little sidebar here the female orgasm is not optional you know that that relationship isn't going anywhere but there is something that is so fucking satisfying and exciting about it it inevitably ends and then you meet someone new and the tingle reappears the two of you have some chemistry and go out on a few dates Sipping Americanos and strolling hand in hand in your blundstone boots and knitted hats. Especially on Saturday mornings, when you hit the fucking farmer's markets. He may or may not be the type who, I don't know, perhaps decides to purchase an ear candle and use it later that day, at your house, and then ask you to help. You may or may not be repulsed by this suggestion, but decide to help. Because you don't want to have this guy's earwax all over your living room floor. And as you're helping, you have an epiphany of all the fucking shit this guy is going to make you do. And you think, oh, but it's better than being alone. Until the following week, when he asks you to pick him up from work. And you oblige because you are nice. And as soon as he gets into the car, he flips down the visor and lifts open the flap so he can see the mirror and then squeezes the huge zit on his face, which then sprays all over you and your car. You, again politely, drive him home while seething silently about how fucking disgusting that was, and how he didn't even acknowledge that his zit just sprayed all over you and your car. He asks if you want to come up, and you say, Fuck no, I don't want to see you anymore. You drive away feeling great, light, even happy until you remember then his pus is all over your car. Guys, I'm sorry, ladies. I am only speaking to them right now. Women have a particular desire to feel comfortable and cleanliness is a big part of that. So I'm going to give you some advice on how to really impress a woman whom you invite over to your house. Ready? Here we go. Clean the fucking bathroom. A dirty bathroom is fucking disgusting. Not to mention unsanitary. If you can't keep that clean, what else is dirty? A clean toilet tells us that you are responsible and capable of being a supportive partner. People have broken up over less. Men, how often do you clean your bathroom? If you cannot think of the last time it was disinfected, it is time. Do it tonight. If you want to impress and perhaps keep that special someone in your life, ensure the standard of cleanliness is so that you could eat off of every surface in that room. I am confident that you will be eating other things soon. (laughs) Guys with dogs are super attractive. It's a special kind of tingle, isn't it? It really doesn't matter, rescue or purebred. Big dog, ooh, tingle. Tiny dog, bigger tingle. If you are a male and have a dog, you are hot as hell. There's nothing like the bond of a dog owner and their animal. They are so tight. They do everything together. They probably also snuggle together. On the couch. On the bed. I love dogs. I love animals. Puppies, oh my gosh. I love them. I harshly judge someone if they've never had an animal. Never had an animal? Never liked them? Sociopath. Or perhaps psychopaths, the difference is blurred here. I love dating guys with animals, especially dogs. But dating a guy with a beloved big dog can sometimes be tricky. If the dog is female, there can exist this weird power struggle, like me getting up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, returning to bed to find that she has climbed into the spot I previously occupied. She does things like slapping you across the face with her tail in the early morning when he is downstairs making coffee, walking through a muddy puddle and then jumping up on your legs, staining your new white jeans. Seriously, what the fuck was I even thinking? Purchasing white jeans? Oy. Or that time she chewed on your favorite shoes and purse. <laughs> but he loves her and they are adorable together. And then you realize that he is already in the perfect relationship and it's not with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode. If you have any stories about dating someone and their dog, or any stories that made you feel the tingle, please email them to tinglepodcast at gmail.com. I'm waiting for that tingle.